This brings are, us to... Are they taking shots now? Uh, we're going to move on, actually, to Pixar. Ooh. The fourth one in the trioology. <laughs> um, <all right. laughs> oh, my God. So, at the beginning, Pixar Popcorn, which is uh, an anthology bunch of shorts from past Pixar characters. I'm fine with that. Okay. You know, don't take a shot just yet. All right. Now take a shot. <laughs> um, Doug Days. This is a series <laughs> spinoff from Up starring Doug. Oh you remember God. the dog who's annoying. <laughs> like a legitimate series or like series. shorts? Series. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, if he's like, if he's with Russell and they're like growing mm. up together, then that could be all right. It's called Dog Days, not called Russell and Dog Days. Yeah, that's true. All right, on. take a shot. Lightning McQueen and Mater. This is a car spinoff series <laughs> about them going on an adventure. I know Nick loves the Cars series. I'm not interested. I do not love the Cars series. Don't. Nick is the number one. <laughs> I like Cars fan. 1 a lot. Wrote the forum. Cars 1's good. Mm-hmm. Cars 2 is silly. Mm, it is silly. Aren't they spies by the third one? I think I think Mater's a spy in the second one. And then it's I think oh, they're okay. all spies in the third one. <laughs> How silly. It is silly. And then fucking all right. planes. Put your alcohol away. We're going to go to some original stuff. Win or lose. Yay. This is about a middle school softball team leading up to the championship. Assuming that's animated, that's an interesting premise for Pixar. It's really grounded, and I'm kind of interested in how they'll do that, because they almost exclusively do big fantasy. All right, very true. Moving on to another one. This is called Luca, feature film. Winner loses a series, I believe. Luca is a feature film between two friends, <laughs> Luca and Alberto, during an unforgettable summer. Guess what? This is probably gay. This is probably the gay movie, guys. This is probably going to be what? the Pixar gay movie. Inside Out oh. doesn't count. Sorry, fuckers. Inside Out's gay. There's she like, there's like their hearts get excited when she's talking to a girl. There's, it's like the bare minimum. It's like the gay guy in Endgame, uh, who's like, oh, when my boyfriend died. Uh, no, he went to dinner with a boy. Oh yeah. God, watch. Yeah, Endgame, because his yeah. boyfriend died in the fucking snap. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, moving on. I'm back uh, now. <laughs> Unless you want to talk about Luca. Nah, I don't know. Hope it's gay. That'd be interesting. It would be- it would be gay. <laughs> Sorry, cool. <laughs> it would be gay. I have the same thing in my book. Wink, wink. All right, Turning Red. This is Domi Shi's feature film. She is the director of the short Bao, which a lot of white people went, huh? But it was honestly it's one of my favorite <laughs> shorts uh, they've done since the one before Moana, the one based off Big Is. You remember that one with the volcanoes? I was going to say with the volcanoes, right? Yeah. Lava? <laughs> yeah, Lava, that's the one. Feast is my favorite, but... Which one's Feast? Feast is the one about the dog who gets found and then... He gets to eat because, you know, he has an owner now. And then the owner ends up in a relationship and the dog's habits change because they feed him healthier stuff. And then they break up and the dog's happy because he gets to eat junk food because the guy's depressed. And then he eventually realizes that uh, this isn't okay and he wants to try to help his guy get better. Okay. And they end up getting back together. It's really sweet. I haven't seen it's that way better than how I describe it. Yeah, you kind of described like shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great, honestly. I'll check it out though. Now that's big. That's big praise. Greg usually hates animation. Oh, it's beautiful, and it's almost like a water watercolor kind Ooh. of look. Very loose. I I, I love it. using the unique mediums, and just yeah. pretending to be. I mean, be it's in not that. like. <laughs> I mean, it's animated, but it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Anyways, bow right. great. Short. Yeah, so this is Turning Red. This is about a, a young Asian girl, presumably Chinese. Domi Shi is Chinese, but it could just be vaguely 
Asian, I suppose. I don't know. There's not a lot of details on this, but this is a little girl who, when she gets too excited, she turns into a giant red panda. Now, there is interesting, because, <laughs> you know, there are giant pandas. They're, yep. pa they're pandas. But, I mean, Kung Fu that Panda and all the knockoffs have kind of flooded the world with panda. So, I'm fine with red panda. Yeah. Because they're cute, and they're not really pandas. I'm curious what the actual storyline of this is going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds kind of Ghibli-ish to me, it, which I like. So it, it does. All right, yeah, looking forward to this one. Hey, Greg. Yo. Take a shot. This is Lightyear, uh, uh, uh. the Buzz Lightyear prequel <laughs> series, voiced by Chris Evans. Uh, I made a post about this and basically said I really want this movie to be 15 minutes of the inside of a Chinese factory where the toy is created <laughs> and then it's an hour and a half of him on the boat and being shipped around to the store in like Ohio oh or wherever God. San Francisco uh. or wherever it takes place <laughs> that's what I want um. no but this is going to be about Spaceman like the series presumably excellent Chris Evans is kind of man so I just kind of and obviously you're not getting Tim e Allen. Excellent that it's not what you said. Oh. <laughs> I the actual idea of just making it, you know, a, a dude who went into space and then they made a toy based off of him, which is what I think this is? Okay. I don't know. I think it's two different if universes. It becomes a... So um, I think this is the story of the Buzz Lightyear. Okay. If, I don't know, this it doesn't sound like it's going to be an actual space adventure. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds more grounded, even though his face looks eerily similar to Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> It'd be cool if he was just a yeah, man. I don't know. But he had this big dumb yeah, it's just Buzz a dude. Lightyear head. <laughs> That's like his face shield when he goes into space and he lifts it up and he's just like You know what? Hanks. You've convinced me. I'm into it now. <laughs> if it's that, in. I'm interested. Alright. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. That's the end of Pixar. Pretty, pretty short oh. thing. Now we're going to move to the, the final section. The longest section, maybe. Marvel. Marvel Studios. The fifth quadrant of this trilogy. The Marvel Shitomatic Universe. <laughs> I'm actually. There it is. I actually really love uh, a lot of the news we've gotten, and I'm mad on a lot of the news that we've also gotten, so we'll find out. We're going to start it off with what they started off with. The WandaVision got a new trailer. We get to see Monica Rambeau, uh, finally. And I don't believe we saw her in motion, or at least like talking, actually, in any of the previous trailers. She is the superhero think so, no. Spectrum with light-based powers. Uh, pretty cool. This trade looks really good. It really emphasizes the reality bending and, and eeriness of what's happening. Uh, there's army trucks in it, which that I was a little confused by that one, but I'm still in. I'm really <laughs> into this. I love the weird series. Yeah, I love... I almost feel like... And this is just a guess on my part, but it almost seems like... They're going to start out in modern times and then slowly revert back in time to more of a 50s feel eventually to kind of simplify their lives and protect them from everything that's going on. But I really loved seeing, you know, the, the mind gem in there. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a little peek at the soul gem with, I think, Black Widow in there, if I remember. That might have been a different trailer. I might have missed I must have missed it then because I didn't see that. Or is it a different trailer? One or the other, but at the same time, uh, yeah, this looks like a really interesting series. I still like their relationship a lot. Mm -hmm. And now that we get I don't to know, see it. That... Yeah, exactly. Uh, they had a lot of fun, cutesy 50s type humor, like when she pulls the beds together. Yeah, the genie reference. I love yeah. that. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. 
using the vacuum without touching it, you know, mm-hmm. all magic-like. It was great. It was great. And the characters look great, too. I love how scared and confused everyone is. I hope Paul Bettany walks in and he goes, Honey! Oh! <laughs> oh Lucy! <laughs> Just for no, no explanation. And WandaVision is canceled. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's because Paul Bettany looks like a supervillain. <laughs> They're like, yeah, oh, absolutely. put him back into the vision stuff. He looks normal. <laughs> he's not. He's still handsome, but he just he looks terrifying. Oh, All right, uh, we're gonna move on. Two, yeah. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by and hopefully oh. permanently Sam Raimi. Fuck yeah! And then you know what that means? <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Whoa! Because Bruce Campbell's he's in, be in all it? Of them. He's in all of them. Hopefully, it's Sam Raimi's gimmick is Bruce Campbell's in his movies. Cause he's been in all the That's he's fine. in all the Spider-Man too. Um, oh shit! So this is obviously going to be something multiversal with Doctor Strange. Benedict, oh, was he Benedict was he the French waiter in the third Spider-Man? I think he is. He's also if you saw Oz. That's hilarious. He is the Munchkin door guard. <laughs> <laughs> if you played oh, um, Spider-Man on PS2, he's the voice of the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is all good news. Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, back to the multiverse of madness. Um, yes. So it's featuring. They're bringing back. Uh, who is it? Rachel Weiss or is it Rachel McAdams? Uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, Rachel McAdams. She's coming back. Hopefully, they give her a part because <laughs> she was fucking wasted in Doctor Strange One. I'll tell you that much. Uh, oh man. You know, and most of them. Featuring the villain. Uh, though they haven't revealed the villain. I'm assuming it's gonna be Nightmare. That's my guess. Uh, maybe that Mephisto. Cool. Those two seem very multiversal, like they could be strange villains. Who is the first Doctor Strange baddie? Quote unquote, it's Dormammu, but with Mads Mikkelsen, uh, his villainous uh, character, yes. who's like Dormammu. I've come to make a deal. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that he. Yeah, I, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. Uh, Mephisto, that's how it's pronounced, right? Yeah, Mephisto. Yeah, I imagine Mephisto is going to be um, probably the person. I they feel seem like they're big enough to handle this. Uh, Nightmare's like Mephisto's underling, isn't he? Well, I mean, they, they, he's, I don't know he's both like him. a big super hell lord. But Mephisto's definitely a bigger for deal. Sure. But I feel like they might be saving Mephisto for Loki. We'll get into that. <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, looking at the cast right now, but... There's a lot of uh, multiverse faces in here. Uh, you know yes, I have notes on that. So yeah, this <laughs> ties to WandaVision and Spider-Man, uh, the new Spider-Man three. We haven't, in fact, I forgot to include uh, the Spider-Man section on here because it wasn't on the thread. But holy fuck, we got a lot of Spider-Man news. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna finish Doctor Strange and we're gonna talk about that just off the cuff because I forgot to include that. Um, so yeah, sounds good. So this features ties to WandaVision. So probably a Vision and Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch definitely, uh, because she's yeah. fucking. She's the one she who fucks, fucks with, with the multiverse. multiverse all the time. It's her gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man Three <laughs> is probably going to happen because of, and I'll tell you reasons when we talk about Spider Man. But because there's a bunch of wacky stuff happening in Spider Man Three, and <laughs> Sam Raimi directed Spider Man before, so it's another like out of world connection too. Mm-hmm. This also features the debut of, uh, and hey, Greg, this is a hard name. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if you know. It's we've talked about her before. I think so. So Kittle X O C H I T L, uh, Sochi. Sochi. Uh, 
Yes. Gomez. And she's going to be American. Sochi Gomez. America Chavez, which I was a little upset about because America Chavez is typically portrayed like Afro-Latina. But she is from like a failed universe in the future, basically. So this all works out. Oh, shit. Nice. So this all, I'm very excited. Lots of characters going to be in this one. Uh, I think Chibatel Ejiofor. Uh, 4 is coming back. And Chutel he was, well, Baron Mordo, who did not get to do yes. anything in the first one as well. Uh, he had a really... He had one of my favorite end credits yeah, of all of these movies. Yeah! fucking scary! This is one of the only, like, yes. really scary ones. He's Man, awesome. It really makes you feel like he's gonna be, like, a big bad eventually. Not mm-hmm. one of these one-off mofos. Yeah. Uh, he's like... Also, I'm seeing... Oh, sorry. Go no, on. go on. I was just going to say, I'm seeing uh, Tilda Swinton... Well, She's yeah. gonna probably come back for a cameo. <laughs> can't, Tom can't stop her Loki, from coming obviously. back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> can't do it. You can't do it. I love her. I love no. her ancient one. <laughs> Despite the, yeah, her the, racial, one great. the racial things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was racist in the comics. Yeah, that's the but... <laughs> point. And they're trying to evade it. But then it's like, it's still you're making <laughs> yeah. a white person an Asian. What are you not winning? Uh, uh, <laughs> which Ooh, I was gonna save that to in for... This. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to move on to Ryan Reynolds is going to be in this. Apparently. I did not know that. He's right here when you Google it. And uh, I'm guessing he's going to have a nice Deadpool-esque. I hope. Know, he's the old Deadpool slap. with the, the sword arms. <laughs> with the, oh, man. I like that one. And he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, those are just the names that really stuck out to me. Uh, I really love this idea. I think... This is the answer to the bullshit that they pulled in Endgame. And, yeah, we're, we're going to see how it goes. Yeah, I'm going to jump into Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man 3, we've what? gotten um, a metric fuck ton of, uh, of news recently, <laughs> which is very strange for it to come right before Marvel Investor Day. Um, but So, I'm going to start off with the weirdest inclusion. Oh, actually, no. I'll just go Andrew and Tobey Maguire. You may know him from The Great Gatsby. No, in Spider-Man. They're coming back, presumably as Spider-Man, presumably in a multiverse, which is basically confirmed to me, now knowing that they're connected, and now that Greg confirmed it. (laughs) Um, But we're also getting, as we know, Electro, Jamie Foxx, we've talked about that. We're also getting, my favorite part of news, Alfred Molina, Dr. Octopus, from the best Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2. Who dies in that Spider-Man movie? Spoiler. Well, I mean, multiverse. Who cares? I believe Emma Stone's coming yeah, back. She <laughs> dies, too. Yeah, Loki's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we, a Loki is alive. <laughs> There's one. We know he's alive. It's just our Loki, the one who turned good, is dead. Because you gotta have him villain again. You gotta put him somewhere. Which is too bad. Which is too bad. It is. He's a villain. also Tilda Swinton's dad. I can't believe I just completely ignored that. Yeah, she is. <laughs> we just <laughs> mentioned it. Uh, but I don't care. It's hot. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> we're getting that. There's so many cast things, and it's like, what is going on with all of this? And I think I have the solution. So this is one of my eerily accurate predictions I'm gonna make. Uh, <laughs> so. This is something we didn't get to mention last week, but I think this is a crucial part. The Morbius trailer from Sony just dropped with Jared Leto as the vampire Morbius. The living vampire the living is vampire. his nickname. Very weird nickname. Morbius. Because they're unliving. I think it's I think it's assumed when you're <laughs> a vampire you're more dead than Yeah, alive. they're undead officially. Uh yeah. so Yeah. Alright, but whatever. But he's not. He's alive. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't really 
care too much about the semantics. But Jared Leto it's is, fine. it looks surprisingly good. Oh, see that. I really like the trailer. I burped there. Good Sorry. Trailer. When I talk about Jared Leto, I have to fight the urge to vomit. So <laughs> he, Cult leader Jared Leto. But more importantly, there's two aspects of it that stood out. Before the trailer, he does a little talk from his cult island, of course, where he is a cult leader. Uh, he talks about how this is setting up Sony's Spider-Man universe, which is a very yes. interesting thing to say. And then we see Michael Keaton in the Morbius trailer, the Morbius who trailer. has not been confirmed to play the Vulture yet. Adrian Toomes, his real name. But this is like, I feel that the multiverse of madness is existing, or sorry, not this, that and then going into Spider-Man, this multiverse duology, semi-triology with uh, WandaVision course uh <laughs> is setting up these spider-man coming in so we get a you know we get one last moment with with toby who never got his final movie we get one with andrew who never got his final movie uh we get emma stone who kind of was like i don't really like her but you know she didn't get to do as much as she could and now with spider gwen's popularity she'll get a good hero moment but what i think's gonna oh be, i hope she's spider gwen I, but what i think is gonna be the big moment it's gonna be Miles Morales, live-action Miles Morales. They're gonna include, and he's gonna move over him or Holland, probably Miles because Miles is not Tom Holland. Uh, they're gonna move him <laughs> over to Sony and have him be Sony Spider-Man, and have and have Tom Holland stay as Marvel Spider-Man, and that being the two different universes, because that's kind of what we had in the comics anyway, until the, all the universes coll collided in Secret Wars. When worlds collide, when worlds they collide. literally collided. By the way, the Earth's the Earth was the focal point, so the opposite Earth was on top. Like they would collide. They were sandwiched, and so they had to basically destroy the other planet before theirs got destroyed. Really cool comic. Not all of it was great though, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's my prediction. That's I think this is going to be really cool. I hope they don't mess it up. Me too. And... It is John Watts? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know with John Watts. <laughs> Yeah, Spider-Man. I mean, I didn't even like Far From Home that much, personally. I, but, you know, I love person. Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland stuff. I hated the Tom I Holland, Tony Stark stuff. Uh, and even MJ I... got annoying. <laughs> I didn't much like the first half, because I already know Mysterio as a character. So all of this bullshit, oh, I'm from another universe and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. Okay. I loved it, because it's like, this When's is such When's the turn bullshit. coming? I like the turn. The turn was Turns, excellent. Um, it's but... the sting. <laughs> yeah, it's the turn for the sting. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I'm I'm a bit weary. Uh, and I don't know if they'll do it in this Spider-Man movie or if they'll have to wait until there's another one. Mm -hmm. They do do. I think Secret Wars. Well, that's gonna be a show too. No, but wrong. We'll get into that. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that. But if I remember correctly from watching the the old spider-man cartoon which i didn't watch all of mm -hmm. i just know that one there arc. is a there similar is one. the arc yeah they where like the they pit good and evil against each other yeah and also they all collide in a different episode like that mm -hmm. so i don't know i i feel like they should do something like that before they do this so <laughs> because this feels like it's going to be a little messy so spider-man has done this several times uh <laughs> 
So he always feels like the focal point, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Because he is. He is the heart and soul of the Marvel universe, and I've always said that, and I always will. I meant of the multiverse. No, in the multiverse but... is, and that's why, because each of the Spider-Men are the hope and like the heart. Like in oh, 2099, okay, it's cool. about Spider-Man. In the Ultimate Universe, it's about Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man <laughs> always comes back around. Fuck a Captain America. Fuck an Iron Man. They're jabronis. It's all about Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, Queens for life. Uh, <laughs> But all right, okay. So so Spider-Man is routinely fighting against Spider-Man, and that's like a common theme. Yes. So it's him first. It's him versus Chameleon, and then him versus Mysterio, and then it's him versus Venom, and then Carnage, and then you get the fucking Clone Saga. <laughs> so it's you get Ben Riley, you get Kane, you get yeah. Doppelganger, you get the other five. Uh, they all look awesome, <laughs> but they all kind of suck, and that's the the drawback. And then you get yeah. in the 90s okay. cartoon, there's the one where you get the the armor Spider-Man, which is, and they're all like different iterations in the comics or like arts. Yeah, and one of them was literally the actor Spider-Man from a world where Spider-Man is just a comic, mm-hmm. which was yep, yep. dope. And, 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 Man, so and then good. there's <clears throat> Secret Wars, uh, which is, you know, there was a Secret War, and then Secret Wars is all the planets colliding, so you get to see different ones. There was also the Spider-Verse, the comic, which is all about Spider-Man fighting all the other Spider-Man during the multiverse <laughs> because there's multiversal Spider-Hunters getting all the spiders. And it's just... Jesus. So it's like, it's it's a common... What a rich history. Surprisingly common thing that's happening. <laughs> Which is uh, which? Um, which is oh why I'm kind of down for it, regardless of the gigantic, ginormal, bloated cast, and my fear of John Watts farting all over it. <laughs> Please just put Uncle Ben in here. There is a Spider yeah, can Uncle he Ben. Can he be a Spider Ben? There is yeah. a Spider. There's a Spider Aunt May. There's a Spider Gwen. Spider MJ. I love all of them. They're all fun. Hoo <laughs> wee. Oh, I love Spider Man. All right. Are we moving on? <laughs> Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and everyone's excitement goes down. Uh, <laughs> so I've lost a lot of enjoyment for Sebastian Stan lately after, you know, him defending his racist girlfriend and everything. Uh, and that sucks because he's a really good actor. He's fucking one of the best in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in my opinion. <laughs> but Winter Soldier still... He is one of the most complex characters. Yeah, and the Winter Soldier, action-wise, is the best movie out of all of them. <laughs> just purely from mm-hmm. an action and like intensity kind of realm and then it's and then you get anthony mackie as the falcon he's finally getting his time to shine it's been five movies six movies but finally he gets a, a tv show where he gets half of it nice and he's really funny in the trailer too in the fact that he's going out of his way to piss bucky off to uh you know disqualify him in like the people's eyes i think i think that's what it feels like to me because he's you know he's like i'm gonna he's like oh yeah you're some fucking jabroni from 1940 that like tried to kill iron man's parents or did kill Iron. what did he do he did he did he murdered iron man's yeah. parents and falcon's just like i'm just and it's like you know in the in the people's the, the people are divided between the two because <laughs> the falcon's black <laughs> I, mean, I think that's a fun dynamic that they won't do but it's like oh man he's a murderer a terrorist me pick me i don't know i'm really excited for it mm-hmm. i think this looks cool it's it it, it looks really i cool. don't think it looks cooler than wandavision that's what it... i'm gonna say it's cool but it's at this like um 
like this level, like a normal cool level, and everything else yeah. is at a batshit insane cool level. <laughs> at least what we've covered so far. So you get a pass. Moving Do on. Do you think Sharon Carter is going to be in this show? Because I'd like her to return. Was she Agent 23? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, I like her or Maria, Maria Hill. I like both those characters a lot. I don't think Maria Hill will come back. She might be in the in the Nick Fury one though, because yeah. she's always been his number two. But well, we'll talk. About I that. I think there's a decent <laughs> chance that Agent Twenty Three comes back, at least to kind of help them get off their feet. I don't think she'll be a mainstay in the show, but if she does come back, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. Okay. All right, moving on to the Loki series. Uh, this one looks hey. awesome, and it's batshit insane. It's like Umbrella Academy, kind of, as well. So It does feel like Umbrella Academy. <laughs> and I don't think it was intentional, uh, but it, it just so happened to play out that way. So, yeah, it happens. Um, this is Disney's Umbrella Academy, Loki. So, a lot of people, I didn't know this until I watched the trailer, it's Owen Wilson! I haven't seen him yeah, in a minute. Oh, you mean until you watch the... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's great in the trailer. He is. I really, I really like He's him. playing Mor- Mobius M. Mobius is his character name, which is That fun. name is so familiar. I think that's a villain name. That's Morbius from... The, the Morbius. No, I think Mobius is a villain as well. It's the world in Sonic. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's also a Mobius strip, of course. And, uh, but moving on. Um, this whole thing looks really cool. I didn't think this was what the show was going to end up looking like. Me neither. Like the whole TVA or... Which I thought it said TBA, which I thought was funny. But... Because it's like a place between time and it's for like time criminals. Which is also kind of like Umbrella Academy. Um, it's also a little bit like... A little bit like The Good Place. Where time moves in a Jeremy Baramy. For those of you who are familiar with The Good Place. I hate that. Hilarious. <laughs> Jeremy Baramy. It's so funny. That's something I would say. Time but just kind of loops around. I didn't get to say it makes me even mad um there is at the end the whole there's a reference to loki for president which was a comic run um not a very good one but it was an interesting run (laughs) i'll give it that and so it's you know it's him and it's like with his mongols which is a very funny image Uh, i'll turn on him i fucking that's i was also funny i like his little reaction we also get to see him without his wig on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> finally the, everyone's gonna be like oh wait a minute loki with short hair because <laughs> it's that's like thor with short hair wait a minute but it's but it's like he's got like a little big little widow's peak and he's a little balding uh mm-hmm. he's still hot but i just know so many people lust after him and seeing that like him with just the short hair they're gonna be like oh he looks like seth MacFarlane." <laughs> that's what i think <laughs> really excited for this show uh, like oh, we said man. with Falcon and Winter Soldier, like this just makes that show look kind of boring in comparison. Yeah, it's just that Falcon and Winter Soldier is so grounded, mm-hmm. and Loki and WandaVision are obviously going to be more multiverse connected. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mentioned Tom Hiddleston shows up for at least a scene <laughs> in uh, Multiverse of Madness. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this this show looks great. I really like the uh, title as well when they did a little title sequence at the end. They kept switching styles for every letter. I that hope, was a lot of fun. I hope we get to see different versions of Loki. like Because there was a whole run where Loki is a woman. And there's Kid Loki, who is now also around with Loki's around. Because shenanigans of the comics. But I'd love to see re- mm-hmm. at least references like they did for President Loki. 
It'd be pretty cool. It'd be cool if they did the what if that came out recently. Uh, well, probably like last year that comic came out, if not the year before. But they did a what if where Thor was the frost giant or raised by frost giants. Ooh, that's cool. So Loki ended up kind of being Thor. So that would be a nice little, little uh, like pre- like President Loki. It'd be a nice little you know Easter egg in mm-hmm. a sense. All right, Black Widow. Uh, we've talked to death about Black Widow. I hate the show or the movie. The movie. There is no show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Black Widow the movie is happening, and it's got David Harbour, who I've also fallen out of love with lately, unfortunately. My New Year's resolution last year... The best Hellboy. As we all know, uh, I don't watch Scarlett Johansson movies. We'll find out if I keep that resolution next year. Already broken. <laughs> I did break it with Jojo Rabbit, but... Yep. I didn't know she was in it, to be fair. But yeah, it looks... <laughs> there's no stakes to it. I don't think any of the characters in it are going to survive the movie in terms of being in the universe i think it's just a waste of money and scarlett johansson like had a i think she had one more movie on her contract and they killed her in 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 endgame to spoiler alert uh (laughs) i should probably do that before i say (laughs) it uh (laughs) probably uh if you haven't seen it fuck you uh (laughs) i'm pretty sure most of the planet has seen it twice by now I feel like they killed her as like a twist, like how Quicksilver's death was a twist, and his contract was for five movies. Spoiler alert. For a second, <laughs> for a second, I thought you meant Silver Surfer, and I was like, wait, what? No, 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 no. From Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer? Yeah, that's all I've got to say about Black Widow. We've talked it to death. <laughs> yeah, I don't really feel like it's going to go anywhere substantial. I don't know if it takes where. I don't know when it takes place. I know Nick loves Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I will never get over that almost nothing happens in that movie. And that the whole thing is just an excuse for him not getting snapped away, essentially. I love Ant-Man and the Wasp. Nick loves it, but I feel like Black Widow is going to be similar to that. Yeah, but here's the thing. We Uh, we don't know where she was when everyone was snapped away, do we? So this could literally be like Ant-Man and the Wasp, where the end credit is everyone getting snapped away. Which would be kind of nuts and also a bit bullshit. Reason but, I, you know, I mean, whatever. The Ant-Man twist where he, that's the reason he survives the snap. Uh, like, you know, the movie itself, i it's not the best. I'll admit that. But it has some of my favorite moments. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Very funny. It's the funniest <laughs> moment in the entire universe. Um, oh, man. But the whole emotional, like, weight that Paul Rudd carries with it. And it goes into... In Endgame, when he does not know what the hell's going on, and he's kind of the lead of that movie for like the first forty minutes, there's some of the first, <laughs> some of the best moments in emotionally, like with all the weight, some of the best in the entire moment. Moving on. <laughs> what if this is an animation series based on the the very series of What If comics, where it is about, you know, is probably an episode worth of these cool ideas, like oh, like Greg said, what if Thor is the frost giant instead of loki what happens there it's be like um what there was if... also one in that same comic what if spider-man was the punisher which yeah. was super cool oh super cool. my favorite what if the punisher's family was killed by animals that's a classic what? one so he goes around killing animals it's fucking um, that's insane it's amazing <laughs> it's so fucking oh crazy my God. there's a lot of fun ones uh what if all the avengers have beards that's a classic one 
That one's like from the oh 19, like 1969 <laughs> or something, and it gets referenced okay. all the time. So like it's like, well, the universe is called the universe where all the Avengers have beards, even Wasp. <laughs> Beautiful. And it's I love that one because there's almost no difference. They just all have beards. <laughs> I love it. So I'm hoping that they do some really fun ones. They incorporate the goofy ones with actually really cool serious ones. Like it would be cool to, and it's a good excuse to bring the Netflix guys back. By the way, I forgot to mention Charlie Cox is rumored to be in Spider-Man. Isn't that fucking cool? Charlie Cox, who the hell's that? Daredevil. Oh shit, so, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I forgot to mention that because he's the only one that hasn't <laughs> like they haven't like seen him there. But they're like there's you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of people saying he has been. Um, it'd be cool. Like mm -hmm. you could bring back the people and use them there. I know a lot of people don't like. Uh, Iron Fist, Finn Jones, but I think he was kind of given Fuck a really rough, like his writing sucked. So he, yeah, it's a terrible show. And and the concept of Iron Fist doesn't like they didn't explain it well because it just looks like rich white no. man beats a lot of Asian people at martial arts, and that's not what that is. And that's not what the Iron Fist is. And he also does a lot of really weird and bad like <laughs> like somersault kicks yeah. or cartwheel kicks. It looks so awkward. Oh my god! The choreographer for that show is fucking. They uh sucks, and and that's part of Netflix's <laughs> uh, Netflix Marvel's thing with a uh, shitting on their Asian actors like Peter Shinkoda, who was the head of the Hand. Uh, he oh, he went yeah. into detail about how he was fucking he was screwed over, made almost no money doing the show and all this. Yeah, that's awesome. So I I love the Netflix Marvel shows mostly, like none none of them are perfect. The actors deserve more, and I want them back. I like them all as the casting. Finn Jones just needs Jonathan Bernthal, a little bit more Punisher. work. Agreed. I think Charlie Cox is the best Daredevil. And uh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, who plays Jessica Jones? That is... Uh, Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Amazing. She's great. I think that shows a lot of writing problems, mm -hmm. personally. I need to see season two. I have not seen but, season uh, two. It also has a, a nuke. That guy was awesome. Uh, the big, Who? the big blonde dude. Remember, uh, he's like, he's like a semi-villain. In which show? Jessica Jones. He, in Jessica Jones. He's like that this, must have been season the, two. No, it's season one because it's the one with Purple Man. No way. Because it's like her, and it's like he's like, oh, he's only in like a couple episodes, but he's like this big, huh. this big buff, like soldier guy, and he's just like talking to her, and he's in the in the comics, he has an American tattoo. American flag tattooed on his face, so that's how you know him. <laughs> but I was like, wait, that's Man, I him. super don't remember that. That's crazy. It's there's a lot of good characters Man. in there. But we're gonna move on okay. to uh, before you move oh. on, I just wanna say the one thing that I that really disappoints me about this is uh I'm fine with it not being live action. I just wish the animation style wasn't this kind of like motion comic thing that we're yeah, seeing. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping the animation's different and better. And maybe even different episode to episode that's what I that want. would be incredible that's what i want. that'd be so fucking cool because but, what we yeah, saw that's all i just wanted to say mostly just looked like the regular avengers but in animation form so i'm <laughs> yeah, hoping exactly. that they're just keeping it all secret like what if Mo what if modok was in the avengers <laughs> and he was secret avengers brother it's a really oh. good comic uh moving on <laughs> modok modok rules machine only machine organism designed only for killing or whatever um kissing <laughs> or whatever <laughs> modakao um shang chi cast um so shang chi cast we know simu lu is going to be the lead and that's awesome a lot of the people <laughs> who and this and i like that we brought iron fist up already by us i mean me uh 
because a lot of the what people want from the Iron Fist character, like what they you know put an Asian person in, but that's what Shang Chi is the the, the version of because he's way better because <laughs> he's trained in martial arts all of his life, and then he gets the fucking the superpowers on top of it, where it just basically just makes him even better at fighting. So we got Simu Liu, we have Tony Lung or Lung uh, as Wen Wu. I'm not familiar with that character off the top of my head. In fact, I'm not familiar with a lot of these characters, like from their like people names. <laughs> like uh, I'm more familiar <laughs> with fair. with the hero names, so I don't know if any of these are heroes or whatever. Uh, hey, take a shot, Aquafina. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Um, also featuring Michelle Yeoh. Those are like the Idris Elba of Asian women. So, you know, you've got if you it's like, hey, we need an Asian woman. Oh, Michelle Yeoh or Aquafina, get him. Hey, we need a black guy. Uh, Idris Elba, yeah. <laughs> We, we need someone vaguely Latin, Latino, Hispanic. Ah, Javier Bardem. Just grab him. It's, no, there we go. Just do it. Then we got Meng Er Zhang, who she's got a very nice headshot. I'll give her that much. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I've seen her in much. Michelle Yeoh obviously has a huge career behind her. Uh, Fala Chen, I don't know. Ronnie Cheng sounds familiar though, and he's got a big old grin for his headshot. And then Florian Munt uh, Montenu playing Razor Fist, which probably the villain. Ooh. I'm not familiar with Florian. I imagine he's based on his his shaved head and beard. He's probably a martial artist. Probably. <laughs> That's a good get. That would keep him safe. I'm super excited for Shang Chi. I think this will be really cool. Uh, of course, you know you have to have the white guy I in the cast. I have no idea what this is. I'm assuming Florian. You know. Is a white guy. Uh, fact checker, if you can make yeah, sure. I believe so. Fact checker. Oh, he's a professional well, boxer. Yeah. Oh, Florian. Boxing. Big nasty Montanu. That's a good name. <laughs> Six four. That's pretty good. He's bigger yeah, than me by he's gonna by get two inches. Uh, wink. Our, that was a wink for audio only podcast. Well, you, when you hear the, that's a wink. You know it. <laughs> it. It might also be a disappointed click. That's. Or <laughs> that's from Hereditary. I go. That's when. That's my disapproving. Tss. Or ugh. All right, Miss Marvel. We saw a little bit of Miss Marvel. Marvel. Uh, Iman Vellani. We get a good glimpse of her, and we've seen her in some leaked uh, cast uh, set photos. She looks really good. She looks perfect for this role. Uh, we talked about. I believe we talked a little bit about this last episode. Correct. Uh, I don't think it was last episode, but we have talked about her before in her casting. Okay. Definitely. Uh, well, there's recently been casting news, and I don't know if we've talked about this, but um, so I'll talk to you about it right now. We use this as the vehicle. So her sure, mother, uh, so she's uh, Miss Marvel's Pakistani, and so her mother is a Pakistani Muslim, obviously, because Miss Marvel's a Muslim. So to play her Pakistani Muslim mother is a non-Muslim Indian woman, who Disney casts is because they've cast her as a as a strict Indian mother before. So, okay. Uh, let me, let me get the, sounds good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, her best friend who is this Italian, uh, he's like the Italian best friend is this white, white Trump supporter. Uh, that's always fun. Uh, that's very interesting. Isn't it? Do you think they got along on set? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Because Iman's got, oh, okay. a, got a mouth on her. <laughs> but they're best friends. <laughs> um, there is also... They, they're going to they end up a, on a best friends who hated each other in real life lists. 
let's see her her friend who's hijabi woman who wears a hijab uh is played by a half-white christian woman isn't that fun beautiful uh, and the, I believe it's a bodega owner who is the only other Muslim revealed so far in the cast. So, <laughs> really sucks that this is the story, Fun. how the story is being told. Uh, and my favorite thing, Auga! a sexual predator has been cast in the show with teenagers in it. Isn't that a great idea? Isn't that cool? Depends on the kind of predator. <laughs> uh, uh, 15 Does year he olds. rip people's spines out? Sexual predator. Uh, oh, I missed the sexy part. <laughs> yeah, uh, he... Did he go to jail already? No, he had... But he, during college, he had multiple warnings and files uh, on his actions and was placed on things. And I don't think he's ever been successfully sued or anything. He was in the series Tall Girl or the movie Tall Girl. I forget what it was. Bad. I don't think... I don't think you sue someone for being a sexual predator. Well, you, well I mean, you pursue them in court is what I meant. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's... What role is he playing? Is he the villain? No, he's just, you know, he's one of the friends. Oh, great. Yeah, isn't that fun? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be awesome? The man, Iman mm -hmm. Vellani, literal 16-year-old, uh, old, barely <laughs> older than uh, the woman he's preyed upon. Uh, isn't this really fun? Thanks, Marvel. Good job. I appreciate it. Taking one of the fucking best new characters in Marvel in the, like the last like six years. She's by far the best. The literal lead of the video game you made and flunked. She just exploded. Bad. It's just like... <laughs> <sighs> You're gonna do this to her. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do fuck off. Fuck off. Ah. It's directed by. Uh, uh, she is going to be in. <laughs> I, oh, continue. I was just gonna say I am glad she's getting a series. I'm sorry about all these unfortunate casting mishaps. Mm -hmm. uh, Disney will learn eventually if we keep slamming them on podcasts like this. Yeah. But all my bald women. Yeah. Good night. I mean, I'm. I'm. Hey. I'm, I'm just glad she's getting a series and not a movie because I feel like she would get shafted even more so in a movie than she would in her own series, which obviously is the future of entertainment. Speaking of Miss Marvel and movies, <laughs> Captain Marvel 2, uh -oh. Miss Marvel and Spectrum, Monica Rambeau, as in WandaVision, are both going to be featured in Captain Marvel 2, directed by Nia DaCosta. Ooh. Nia DaCosta, fucking rules. Okay. And um, hopefully uh, Talos is there. He's fun. <laughs> the scroll. <laughs> I like him. Probably not because he has his own show. Um, Ooh, we'll get but we'll get to that. Mm. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just hope they uh, actually have a movie with this one since Captain Marvel now knows she can destroy literally anything mm -hmm. by herself with her hands. Yeah, she's one of the strong. It's like her, Thor, and Hulk are now the big powerhouses. And Hulk's oh, doing yeah. nonsense things. And, Hulk, and Thor is like rebuilding hulk is now down an arm oh that's right presumed uh they're gonna fix that not immediately probably but they're gonna they're gonna do something weepy, weepy, well i mean hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> i mean they're doing his own arc in everyone else's movies it's so true well it's because they probably they literally by the can't one. make his movies uh yeah thanks Universal. exactly it would be like making a captain marvel oh because mm. <laughs> she's so goddamn powerful Right. We'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for Captain Marvel 2. Captain Marvel 1 is very by the books. It's a little blasé. Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff mm -hmm. in it. Blasé ball. <laughs> um, 
like the the supporting cast is really strong i think the villain itself is weak Agreed. but the super intelligent the kree super intelligence i think is a fun villain i wish they would do the big head in the jar <laughs> but you know you take what you get very metroid i hope that we get more space stuff because i think miss captain marvel works really well in space but then it's like but now yeah. knowing that miss marvel and spectrum are there it makes me think that it's not going to be in space it's probably going to be in uh i don't know atlanta they film a lot there <laughs> i feel south I don't africa know, I feel like spectrum i don't know her powers but i feel, I feel like, like spectrum can probably yeah so she can go through space. she can she's been she'll be fine. she's been miss marvel at some point i believe oh nice in a race like superman no like she's Black. been Oh, she's been. I thought you said beaten. I'm sorry. I would never say beaten. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Hawkeye series with Kate Bishop. I don't know what has happened, but every time I see Jeremy Renner, I just get bored. <laughs> I used to like him a lot. I love Hawkeye. I used to like him. Hawkeye used to be one of my favorite members, and now I'm kind of like, Kate Bishop is who she played by. Haley Steinfeld? The movies or the comic? Well, played played by in the comics doesn't make any sense. Uh, I believe it's Haley Steinfeld is playing. I mean, do you get bored of Hawkeye in the movies? Or oh, the, the movies. <laughs> the comics is a lot. Okay, better. okay. Comics, he's still pretty good. Like he has his moments that are bad, but so do so does everyone in the Marvel comics. It's the spoiler for That's you. That's fair. Except Hulk. Hulk's hey. killing it right now. Read the uh, Immortal Hulk, guys. But yeah, Hawkeye series. Um, if it's centered around him teaching Kate Bishop, and then. Jeremy Renner leaving the movies. Hell yeah, I'm super down for this. Kate Bishop is is really cool, and I, I believe I heard rumors of Hawkeye going deaf, which is he is deaf in the comics. Uh, How'd that happen? I, I don't know if it was just he was born deaf, or if there was like an early Bullseye did something goofy, because Bullseye does something goofy. I think Bullseye does do something goofy. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it is Haley Steinfeld, though, whom I love, mm-hmm. so, you know, she'll uh, be great. Daughter of Jerry Steinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, She-Hulk. We were right, Tatiana Maslany. Uh, we were, we, we got you. She's finally been allowed to say it. Exactly. Um, very cool. I think she's a perfect casting for She-Hulk. Um, but the big news about She-Hulk, it's Tim Roth, baby. That's the Tim Roth show. Oh, shit. He's coming back as fucking Abomination. Abomination. The cool. You think they're gonna redesign him? No, I hope not. His de- his design is the best part of him. <laughs> but that also he has a great hopefully all yellow. That also means they're gonna bring in fucking uh, Thaddeus Thaddeus Ross, the Red Hulk, who is Tim Roth's boss oh. in the Norton Hulk movie. I believe it's the Norton one, right? Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, Thunderbolt. Uh, nice. He becomes the Red Hulk. That would Hulk be awesome. Thanks for those who don't know. I doubt he will be the Red Hulk in the show, but I want him to be in it. But I want him to be in it. Uh, Yeah, I'm super excited. She-Hulk is an interesting character because she can do so... There's so much that her character can do because you can uh, be, you know, she's a big Hulk badass, but she's also... She retains her intelligence as a human because she gets it from, like, a blood transfusion from her cousin. I wonder if they'll still do that. Probably. Because he's he's Hulk all the time now. That'd be weird if he's, like... My blood. Since it's a TV show, they're probably gonna bring him back to Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, that would and be expensive. I don't. For her, they're just gonna paint her green. Yeah, and then just like film her at like Hobbit angles. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. I would like Mark Ruffalo to be back as a human. I don't like when he's Hulk all the time. I like having the change. 
Uh, and yeah. and as I said, She-Hulk can go because she's also a lawyer. She also can do legal things. So it'd be fun to do legal drama and then her having to now fight the rage that comes with being a defense <laughs> lawyer. Like, well, there's, there's a, a whole lot of stuff oh, you can do. Man. And then if you wanted to, you could throw in, because she works in the Bronx, you could throw in uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil, Jessica Jones. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say she's defended, Spider-Man randomly swinging around. She's defended uh, Daredevil uh, several times because Daredevil's kind of a mess. No, what about a legal battle between the two? They're both defense lawyers, I think. Or is, no, is, he's pro- yeah, is he prosecution? Yeah, what if? No, he's a defense lawyer. Yeah, he is a defense lawyer. Yeah, they wouldn't. Well, I mean, I think. Gen- but can't you can't you be either though? You can, but it's typically they're just better at one. Is why they do it. They're or they're <laughs> yeah. passionate about one. I think they're, since they're both heroes. Actually, no. Okay. I I think she's I feel prosecuted. Like they'd make her a prosecutor. Yeah, she could. She hopes prosecuted before I think. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Everyone's favorite stuff: legal drama. Moon Knight. Uh It's my favorite. <gasps> Moon Knight. Moon Knight's happening. No casting announced. Moon Knight. We don't know if it's Oscar Isaac yet. I hope it is. Uh, I, it absolutely is. Like it makes. He just hasn't signed the contract yeah. yet. All right, moving on. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Moon Knight is a very one of my favorite characters. Uh, he plays with. Uh, he's got dissociative identity disorder, so he splits between. D.I.D. Uh, because of a strange Egyptian god, Koshu, I believe. Uh, he was an so. explorer who. Due to, he was a Tomb Raider, wasn't due he? Due to gang shenanigans and international mafia, whatever, <laughs> he ended up disturbing a tomb, and Koshu kind of chose him. So now he's got these super abilities, but he's also got his brain with all this has become not what it used to be. So he slips between Mark Spector, mm-hmm. the presumably the original alias, to I, I believe there is a lawyer version. There is like a big fat cat in new york swanky attitude there's a whole there's moon knight himself is his own personality sometimes and that's when he gets real violent and so it's very interesting as long as they you know don't be don't do ableist stuff like the morbius trailer just be cool all right (laughs) agreed moving on secret invasion not secret wars different events So Secret Invasion, this isn't a dig. They're meant to be sound similar. So Secret Invasion is based on the comic where all the a lot of the Avengers are replaced with Skrulls. And it's up to a, a selection of them to figure out who are the Skrulls. And the comics, I believe it's Fantastic Four, are a big member of this. And obviously they won't be. But this is going to be yeah. presumably... Well, I mean, they might be. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> presumably... Uh, it's a buddy cop show with Fury and Talos, which I think would be the best. Like, it kind of makes <laughs> the secret invasion a little less important because it's a really cool event. But it does, but it would be cool because I think that's what Sam Jackson works best as anymore. Like, he's old. <laughs> he's a little old. He can't do all the stuff he used to. And that's why you have Talos. They gave him a, such a kick ass scene in Winter Soldier, though. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, the car scene. But he, the car did the fighting. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that scene is awesome because it's like... I, I don't know if this was in an interview or something or if it was on post-examining, but he's like, it's... The reason that it took him so long to realize that they were spies is because as a black man, he's used to getting these dirty looks from everyone. Oh, shit. Which I was like, that makes... That tracks! Like, especially, you know, with him being a, an older man. Like, he'd been through so long. Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, that was beautiful detail. Uh, but yeah, beautiful. It'd be cool, buddy cop. Give Talos a mouthpiece that works. God damn it! 
<laughs> Update his design. Just a little bit. I'm so sure. Uh, I, 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 he sounds like a man with rubber in his mouth. It takes me out of it. <laughs> it's funny, but come on. Oh, man. You, you're... I feel like this is going to be the uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon of <laughs> of all of these. I agree, but the... They'll be good companion pieces. They would be, actually. All right, moving on. The Ironheart series, I believe, being had a... Uh, Dominique something is playing <laughs> Dominique Thorne. Maybe that's it. Fact checker can help me out on that. Playing Rai Rai Williams, which is a relatively new creation. I believe it was created by Brian Michael Bendis, the scourge of all comics. Uh, and she's basically a young black college student who using discarded technologies, including bits from Iron Man, uh, has created her own version of the Iron Man armor. And it's a very advanced version. She is a young prodigy, and I her comic is not the best. Uh, Brent Bendis is <laughs> not the who who's playing her. I believe Sophia Wiley. Uh, yeah, like Nick mentioned, uh, this is a newer character. You have like got Ms. it wrong. Marvel, so I believe is that not? It says Ironheart played by Sophia Wiley from the Google, but. Maybe I'm looking it says at Dominique like a video game Thorne or to lead Ironheart for Disney Plus and Marvel. So what you clicked on oh, was Marvel Rising, uh, which is a oh. Spanish uh, <laughs> something or other. Because I'm looking at the associated actors, and that includes some actors I'm not oh, familiar with. Boy. Oh well. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> not Dominique Sophia Thorne. Wiley. I was right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, right. her comic was not the, the best. Brian Bendis has a bit of a history for not being the best and just kind of introducing characters for no real reason. And that sucks because she's got a really cool design uh, and she basically has become a big member of like the, ch the champions, which are like a teen hero team. And I think she could be a really good addition to live action despite that because, you know, Sometimes the sometimes the comic books affect the movies. Sometimes the movies affect the comic books. Right on back. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this will give some motivation to get some better stories for her, because she's definitely a character that can do with it. Do you have any experience with Iron Heart? Iron Shark, I've heard not, you call it. I, not me. Um, <laughs> I did not. I just knew that she was a more recent character. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really cool that she's part of a young superhero team. Kind of makes me feel like all the teens what? are. <laughs> so oh, yes. Miss Marvel, Miles Morales, Kid Nova, yeah. Amadeus Hose, Amadeus chose Hulk. It's well, it makes it the feel comics like it's kind of stinky. Kind of like Marvel's uh, Teen Titans almost, but at the same time, the show's called Ironheart, so it's probably not. It's, no, it's probably but... just going to be her. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't really know what they would do with this show, other than, you know, she... Maybe she sees that Tony Stark's dead, and she decides, all right, I'll be the next. And maybe then she'll she pick <laughs> the, makes the Ironheart the armor. suit off of his corpse. <laughs> she grave robs him. How it's like Frankenstein. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know. Hope it's good. I uh, have no, no real uh, inclinations uh, if it will be or not. I What's think, the next one, Nick? I After think, you tell me what you think. It, it, this connects to the next one, because with Armor Wars, this, these are going to be two series focused on Iron Man, but without Iron Man, because Iron Man's fucking dead! Thank God! Um, He's dead! Spoilers. 
So Iron Man has a whole slew of unconvincing villains. <laughs> He's kind of famously <laughs> got a really shitty, like besides like the Mandarin, all of his good villains say, besides Mandarin are not are like Avengers villains. So he his villains are like the Unicorn and Whiplash or whatever, <laughs> and Tornado, who's just a spinning man, and it's or like the guy who can drive <laughs> fast. So it's a bunch of really shitty, but there's Ryan a lot Gosling. of them. So I mean, what you Nick can Cage. do is is reimagine these villains. And, like, because the unicorn actually did have a recent uh, revitalization. It was actually pretty cool. And so I'm hoping, like, the living laser also did. So these are villains Ooh. that could be reimagined and give it a little bit new life along with this. And our next topic of discussion, Armor Wars, which is Don Cheadle's series. Because if you called it War Machine, no one would watch it. Uh, <laughs> what about sorry, Iron Don. Patriot? Iron Patriot, that just means... That implies Norm, uh, Norman Osborn, and then I'd watch that. Uh, he's the best Iron Patriot. But Don Cheadle is playing... Oh, it does now. War Machine, of course. Um, and it's based off of the comic series Armor Wars, which was about Tony himself, but now Tony's gone. So we're kind of attributing it over to Don Cheadle, War Machine. And it's basically the storyline of Tony Stark becoming so ambitious and constantly creating new armors and discarding the old ones is that they get into the hands of some less than reputable people and they kind of counter, they kind of break it back down and figure out how to invent uh, reverse it. Reverse engineer them. Yeah, reverse engineer them from discarded bits of armor and essentially are able to more or less mass create this almost unparalleled set of armor on the planet and that creates a big uh a dilemma and now what i like about this because the comic is fine it's not bad uh but this is from war machine so don Cheadle's character is not dumb but he is not at that level that tony stark is he's not close to it he's not really a suit designer his best thing is he can fix him up but he cannot make his own at this point and so that puts it in a really interesting perspective because now the villains, if we follow the storyline, these villains have figured out, like I think maybe Justin Hammer from uh, Iron Man 2 maybe returning. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I like him. Um, that would be nice. So they figured out Rockwell? these... Sam? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. They, they figured oh, yeah. out these articles played the Nazi in Jojo Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> how do you make one. these armors? Yeah, the movie tried to make you like him. Isn't that weird? But <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> it's Sam Rock Rockwell. I can't help it. Um, this sounds like it's going to be somehow related to Ironheart. What do you think? I think it could be because it would be a fun inclusion. Because it's not just called War Machine. It's called Armor Wars. So it would be a fun thing if Ironheart yeah, happens anyone first. Anyone with an armor. You can combine. You can bring over Rai Rai <laughs> if you can afford uh, Pepper Potts. Who plays her? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. If you can afford Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Uh, in her goop, you can, her <laughs> vagina crystals, you, you can help us out, Hell uh, yeah. figured, figured out. Cause Don Cheadle is at an inherent disadvantage. And I actually like that. Cause when's the last time a Marvel hero has been in a fucking disadvantage? A <laughs> uh, civil war. Mm, you what up. if they end up making Ironheart like the, like she's the reason that the designs get out because um, she's making her own armor and then she like leaks the plans online or some shit. That would be interesting. I think it would be not the best for her character because nerds are already inherently <laughs> then it's Tony Stark angry again. <laughs> at Ironheart. And then, of course, you know, Tony Stark again. Oh. Um, 
but people yeah. would already there's already a level of hate for and we've already seen it with miss marvel with kamala khan and captain marvel <laughs> uh, racism and misogyny they just combine it not into stan. a very gross yeah man uh and Ris so the misogyny yeah <laughs> mama's ragu let's not make a cute nickname for it moving on the next <laughs> thing uh do you have anything to say for armor wars or uh no it sounds like it's gonna be kind of cool honestly uh i think it would be a good companion piece with uh winter soldier and the falcon that'd be cool because they were kind of like buddies anyways so seeing them kind of team up again well winter soldier did almost nice. kill uh don Cheadle. you remember that bit did he yeah no in in civil war where he like dove into like the middle of the or something and he gets like shot in the legs and now he has like robo legs that make him walk didn't, didn't, I don't didn't remember why Don Cheadle fell out of the sky, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't Don, it wasn't Winter Soldier's fault. I feel like it it was pro it probably still blamed on it. But I would my I hope rewatch it. Don Cheadle mm -hmm. paints all the armor silver. <laughs> Just get rid of that yeah. ugly it, red buddy. and yellow. Yikes! <laughs> red, white, and blue. And red. Iron Patriot. Silver and red and uh. Man too. But we're gonna move on to the next one. So we have a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Christmas holiday special. Obviously a rib on the Star Wars Jeez. holiday special, which I wish people would just kind of stop we? talking about anymore because I we get it, it's bad. They own both. Kinda, oh. <laughs> we kinda moved on, huh? But they own both. Do you, do you think they could like reference each other? <laughs> Obvi it's obviously there's probably gonna be a, an animated bit in there as well. Mm. Maybe one of the new Groot shorts. Which is what we are going to get as well. A collection Ooh. of Groot shorts, including with some new and unusual characters, is the tagline with it. Which probably means we're, that's where they're going to delegate Cosmo the Space Dog and Howard the Duck. So we don't have to see them Cosmo. in live action. Which makes me furious because they're both two of my favorite characters. We did Marvel see Cosmo characters. in live action though. And Howard. But he we didn't do anything, but yeah, we saw him. But that's it. I want to see them do stuff. I want to see Howard the Duck walk around. <laughs> of course. I want to see him join the Guardians. And, he, and he's like, I'm a black food. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Howard. <laughs> like, I want them to shut not. The quack up. <laughs> he's like, that's our language. <laughs> yeah, I forget exactly. how Howard the Duck talks in the movie. He has a funny voice. Um, but we're going to get, like, Beta Ray Bill. And like, we're going to get cool characters, but they're only going to exist in these shorts. And that's a little upsetting. Because yeah. we want to see these characters. Because these weird characters are the ones that people really love. Like, people mm -hmm. like Captain America and Iron Man because the people playing them. And that's why they like them. But these, like, Captain America is a very boring character. Iron Man is a very hated character <laughs> before Tony, before Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. came in. People hated Iron Man because he was boring. And now they love him. But and now we have these characters. He wasn't boring. Yeah. It was a character that we love. Like, fucking Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is great. People like to pretend he's bad, but he's got some of the best comics in fucking Marvel's he history. And oh, he's just gonna be. <laughs> oh, hey, remember, remember duck boobs? Classic stuff. Makes <laughs> me mad. Uh, you may have noticed that we kind of glazed over the uh, holiday special. There's not really much to talk about. It's just going yeah. to be a little funny, whatever. It's just referential to, keep us to Star Wars. Tied it over until volume uh, satiated, three. Satiated, yes comes out yes, uh, because they've given us no information no projected date on <laughs> volume three and i wonder why i don't know i mean it's not like two ended on like a big cliffhanger implying like a huge uh universe changing character like let's say uh maybe his name rhymes with a uh, badam schmorlock uh <laughs> exactly 
and then of course baby Groot just cashing more in on that uh, baby Groot craze uh, he's Yoda. not even baby Groot anymore so these are all yeah. in the past oh, yeah. and kind of pointless he's a fucking um, almost an adult he's a teen now. now he's an angsty teen boy uh, unless they're like, oh, this is a Groot, a baby Groot from a different dimension, because the multiverse of madness, yeah, which is, is you know, whatever. Stuff. Yeah, so whatever. Like, they'll they'll be fun little bits, like the old Mickey cartoons, those little shorts. So, I just hope they uh, are actually funny. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Thor: Love and Thunder. The only news we got here, besides Lady Sif returning, because she somehow survived being slaughtered <laughs> by um, Thanos. I'm not sure if everyone killed by Thanos manually was brought back in the unsnapping. Uh, they were not. Yeah, because Vision didn't come back. It was only the snappers, which is why Loki isn't back, even though Loki is back. That's right, Loki. Oh, that's right. Loki is back, but he isn't back. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah. uh, hey, why the fuck didn't he bring everyone else back, you weirdos? Um, but somehow Lady <laughs> Sith survives. And all right, but the mm-hmm. real big news is Christian Bale, whom we have been attached to in this cast for oh, a minute now, not knowing who he is. There was some speculation, but now we know he's playing Gore, the God Butcher, who is... What a great name. One of the best characters, and uh, I used to think he like he hadn't returned after his story, but apparently he had some sort of resurrection oh. thing, which is a little disappointing uh, because I liked his appearance <laughs> being one off. But also, there's an issue with Marvel with killing all their villains off, so I get it. Um, but Gore is basically yeah. a a peasant alien from a slave race that is being. <laughs> hurled on by uh, the gods of their planet who are very cruel and vindictive and basically inspires him with all this spite and fury and rage at the gods to basically become a god himself and try to slay every single god now this brings up a dilemma when he gets to the gods of Valhalla and basically uh, Thor being so strong that he is Gore gets this idea that instead of manually going, he's going to enslave all the Thors from different dimensions because Valhalla is a dimensional plane and it's kind of... The, it, all of its timelines exist at once. Universe. Yeah, not in real mythology. Probably? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Maybe. But he's getting all these Thors to basically build his own slave planet, you know, Vicious Circle, to create the God <laughs> Bomb. Which, as you may guess, is a bomb that kills gods. Uh, which would <laughs> kills Kanye West specifically. Yeah, kills just Kanye West uh, and Jay Z. <laughs> <The goat man. laughs> just those two. <laughs> R.I.P. So my in, my impression is is that I think this will stick pretty close to at the very least the motives of imprisoning Thor. Who knows if we'll get multiple Thors? I hope we do. I hope we get Fat Thor. Miss him. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to stick to that, and that's why we get the Mighty Thor, played by uh, Natalie Portman as the very disappointing Jane Foster in the first two movies. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, not given a whole lot to do, but at least she wasn't Captain Innings. Here we go. Uh, and I think her hey, appearance is what's going to motivate Thor to uh, break the shackles because it's from being t- utterly demotivated or dis- dismotivated, unmotivated, unmotivated. <laughs> so yeah. I think demo- demotivated worked. That was fun but then you know but knowing um, the story which is has one in eisner i don't know if gore's gonna make it the marvel curse always strikes <laughs> how do you feel yeah uh they love to kill their villains 
even if their villains are beloved. Yep. <laughs> Thanos. Um, <coughs> Ronan. The accuser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing about this that Modoc. always strikes me down a bit with <laughs> with my excitement is the title, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. I get it. Thor is like a joke now. He's not like a joke, but he's the jokey character among the jokesters. Yeah. Everything he says is funny. It's a one-liner, or it's some kind of goofy reference. Have you to seen my that's cock? Happened. That's my Thor impression. Because <laughs> all he does is joke. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. But um, Gore, I don't know. Like it, it would be. It sounds like he's so cool from what Nick has told oh, me about he is. this comic run. He sounds incredible. I've looked up pictures of him. Uh, a, a fact checker gave me pictures. <clears throat> I don't look things up myself. And he looks really scary. He almost looks like a vampire. So, you know, maybe Blade crossover. But He kind of looks like the guy in uh, Infinity War. Morbius? Corvus Glaive. Oh. You remember oh, him with the spear? Yeah, that, he does, yeah, actually. Yeah. I just popped into my head. They look very... Maybe mm. they're from the same planet. Nah, they wouldn't do that. That would be lame. Would but be <laughs> they do look kind of similar. And if that gives you any idea, it looks like, he looks like him... But more horror themed than warrior themed and elfin, elven, and yeah, I I really want to see him in this movie. I want to see Christian Bale playing him. I don't know what how Love and Thunder comes into it, and that mm -hmm. that constantly it keeps my excitement at an arm's length. Uh, but yeah, there still is excitement. Looking forward to this, and even more so with. Gore the God Butcher, fucking awesome. What a name. cool name, right? So right. fucking cool. Moving on, I could talk about Gore for a year, but I won't, so I'm going to talk about Blade. <laughs> Blade is a movie we've actually known for a while, and I believe Mahershala Ali has been attached to this. I don't know if this is the first official yes. saying of it, or if it's been a while, because I've been hearing his name pop up a lot about it, and I know Wesley Stice wants to return. And so what my hope is, <laughs> is one... Blade's fucking awesome. Uh, give him an awesome yeah. movie. And now that Disney's not afraid to do R-rated movies, or at least because Deadpool is going to be getting a, an R-rated movie from Disney, unless they change their minds. And they new could. writers. And new writers. Uh, Very true. I feel like Blade could really benefit. And now that Disney is trying to become the... And since they're already going to become the overwhelming conglomerate evil corporation cyberpunk bosses of us all, <laughs> might as well appeal to like the people who want more than just the family-friendly fun. And now Blade can be, you know, you can stylize yeah. it so the vampires don't bleed or whatever. You can do or stuff it's like black with that. blood or something. Yeah, and, and and kind of get around it. And Blade's not really someone who swears a lot. He's he's more he's a stoic, <laughs> cool character. Uh, so you can, mm -hmm. I think they can do justice with this. I want Wesley Snipes in it somewhere. I want him to not only get another payday mm. so he can pay his taxes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he deserves to be in it because oh, I think there should be, you know, he was Blade and he gave a, a fucking badass trilogy of movies before we were really allowed to have good superhero movies and some appreciation Absolutely. always, always does well. Hell Yeah. I love the choice of Maharshala Ali. I really want Wesley Snipes to make an appearance. Uh, pay them bills. And <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think they're going to stylize this. It'll be very black and red, maybe. I imagine those would be the colors that they would choose. 
and I think you're absolutely right about them. But ooh, I think you're absolutely right about them pulling back on the blood. It'll probably be black blood, or you know, that's no fine. blood because like oh, they've been starving a while, so they don't have any blood in them, which is a cool idea. Writing that down for later. Um, <laughs> We're gonna both have long in case the Disney doesn't. <laughs> They don't have blood. They're starved. But, yeah, uh, looking forward to this movie, as is Nick, I think. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Whoa, what a cool fucking title. So, this is the sequel (laughs) into my favorite trilogy so far in the MCU, the Ant-Man series. Uh, which is, you know, plot-wise not the most unique, but I think delivers a very compelling emotional performance in each one. And it's very funny, because they reference the body. My favorite scene. For those of you who have no idea what he just said, he said the Baba Yaga, uh, there's which a, is a reference to Ant-Man and the Wasp. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, uh, the Russian man of their crew tells story of the <laughs> Baba Yaga, and the villain Ghost can walk through objects, uh, and so his first encounter, he screams at the top of his lungs, Baba Yaga! And it's extremely funny. But we're going <laughs> to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and the villain has just been announced, and hopefully it's a villain for more than just this movie. Um, a fan not favorite. It's Jonathan Majors as Kang, the Conqueror. Uh, <gasps> Kang is a longtime villain, primarily of of other people, but specifically he is a dimensional flare. So whenever there is some sort of dimensional stuff going on, Kang is usually involved. He is a very multiversal type <laughs> character, and is <laughs> and has um, some ties to someone uh, a certain first family that we'll be discussing later. Um, but since the in the Atman movies, it's all about traversing into the microverse or the macroverse, whatever it's called. Um, to explore the dimensions Potato between the dimensions. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's really? no other real better villain than Kang. Ant-Man has a lot of silly villains, and I would like to see them come in eventually. Like, I think there's a big, like, just an evil ant at some point, which is pretty good. That's <laughs> a pretty good one. Oh, man, what a twist. But I think another... But, well, <laughs> this series really person. needs is to have a big serious bad because you turned yellow jacket from the first movie into just evil ant-man which was kind of lame and then you know killed them all the second one had ghost which is pretty cool but all of ghost's character was basically delegated spoiler alert to lawrence fishburne uh he was the main crux (laughs) of of ant-man and the wasp too so their villains have been on the weaker side which is kind of does a disservice to Paul Rudd and and Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly. Uh, yes, Evangeline Lilly. I wish you'd bring the bangs back. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, I think they would really benefit from having Kane, this extremely serious, extremely prolific villain. And hopefully he becomes the big bad if they're doing another big bad because he'd be a great candidate for it. How do you feel about it? I do think it's a cool name. It is. I like the evolution of the names Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Can't wait for the you fourth can follow one. these, the thread. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. back in the future. <laughs> Just like Back to the Future. Um, yeah, other than the title, uh, don't really know what to expect from this other than Kang being in it. So, uh, Kang, correct? Not Kane? K-A-N-G, Kang. With a G. Not famous Kang. WWE so, wrestler and mayor <laughs> glenn jacobs aka kane 
copy, copy. So, I mean, you know, with, with where they're going with Ant-Man, Ant-Man is such a strange character to me because, uh, in a good way, mostly. Because his first movie, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. The second movie, I don't much like it. I don't think much really happens, and it feels like an excuse for why he survived the snap, and you don't need a whole movie to explain that. But with Kang coming in, I feel like there's a lot of potential to introduce him as the big bad. Uh, from what I know about Kang, thank you, YouTube video. Um, <laughs> Were the comics explained? Uh, it might be. Just I don't know. I'll look it up tropes. later and tell you privately where our audience will never be able to find it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> from what I know about Kang, he exists as three separate beings which is pretty cool in in its own but the king that i believe we're going to be introduced to will be the one who is a villain the one who is a conqueror and the one who if i'm not mistaken doesn't mind getting his ass kicked he will fight he will lose and he will learn so that next time he'll be better prepared to kick your ass and i i really hope it starts a trend of seeing Kang in like other Marvel movies, even if just like a side character, so he can get his ass kicked, leave, <laughs> and then eventually come back and be like, okay. Or I think I'm ready. Even if yes. like if he gets his own another movie after this, or if it's just in this one, even if we just get scenes of him in other movies that that aren't in those movies because it's a different dimension, and seeing him, you know, get his ass Ooh. beat. And then eventually, like or... and then eventually being able to kill them, but like in the only one he hasn't been able to yet has been Ant Man and the Wasp. That'd be pretty cool. That would be. I would love that. So uh, looking forward to Kang. I like the title. Uh, curious to see how this movie's going to come out. Mm -hmm. What's next, Nick? The next one is a big one, Black Panther 2. So the, the, the era of Whoa. Black Panther has been covered in Quantum mystery medium. ever since <laughs> um, uh, Chadwick Boseman sadly passed away, I believe. Of, was it colon cancer? Um, I believe so, yes. But the, they, are, they have confirmed they are not going to recast T'Challa. And for a bit, I was a little wanting them to just so we could have the Black Panther character continue. But uh, people talked to me and I was like, yeah, that makes sense that that would just not be what people want to see, it would not be doing any justice to it. So the next step is to uh, either assign a new Black Panther, someone from the characters we already know, or maybe some sort of new individual. And there have been many people that have held the mantle in, in comic book history. But... <laughs> Some things have come up recently <laughs> with one of the main uh, candidates, Leticia Wright. Uh, basically, all the bad rep you can imagine, just short of actual crimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anti-COVID, anti-vax, anti-gays. So, uh, hopefully, for my sake, I would rather... And she's not even that good of an actress. Had one of the weakest characters in Black Panther. But that doesn't really matter. But I hope, for those sakes, that she's kind of... I don't care if they recast her. I just don't want her to be the star. I don't think she really deserves that. I don't think she can really carry a movie on her own. If I were to pick someone that already is alive there, I would love a movie centered around Okoye and Umbaku trying to fill these shoes, trying to unite the tribes uh, in the wake of this earth-shattering thing. Their leader who united them is 
is gone. And this movie is going to explore the cast and the world of Wakanda, and I think that'd be pretty cool. I just don't know who is going to be Black Panther, because I don't want it to be Shuri. Even though it makes the most sense thematically for it to be Shuri. <laughs> what are those? How do you feel about Black Panther? I was going to say, she is the, she's the younger sister with the panther gauntlets, right? Yeah, who's played by the 27-year-old woman. <laughs> just thought I'd Perfect. bring that up. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to see someone else as Black Panther. Uh, I wouldn't mind if they said, you know, like, Umbaku, it's your time, and then he was bestowed the powers of the Black Panther. I think that'd be pretty cool, actually. But personally, I, I want to see another actor, maybe someone less well-known given a chance to be, you know, uh, hoisted up on this platform that Chadwick Boseman devoted so much love and care to because Black Panther is one of the best characters in the universe, like, easily. I really like Doctor Strange, but that's, like, personal. Black Panther, I think, is pretty inarguably one of the most complex and delicious characters. And I would love to see someone else get a shot, especially after all the credit that Chadwick gave this role. <laughs> but if they don't want to do that, I understand, you know. Uh, it does seem a little strange calling it Black Panther 2 uh, without Black Panther in it. They should call it Black Panther 2. <laughs> T-O-O. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. This is the biggest announcement, and it is the one with the littlest details. <laughs> this is the oh, Fantastic shit. Four. The Marvel's first family is <gasps> returning to the Marvel uh, rights, the Marvel Studios rights uh, committee. Uh, with the buying of Fox, we have uh, they've returned. Uh, you've got nice. you've got big stretchy boy. You've got the not seeable lass. You've got the rock man and uh, hottie. <laughs> I believe those are the four names of them. Uh, we don't know much about. Did you this. say the Nazi? I said the hottie. I said the hottie. Oh, okay. I was he's like, on fire. Nazi? Who's a Nazi? <laughs> no. Okay, I got it. Uh, the only thing we know about this is going to be directed by the polarizing John Watts, who is known for the Marvel Spider-Man movies, and he's also decried for the Marvel Spider-Man movies. Uh, I'm very excited. These people, especially with the multiversal theme and the introduction of King, which I believe is also a right that we got back from Fantastic Four coming over, uh, I think it would be very, so, yeah. very interesting. They fit right in. Uh, it would set the, the door for mutants to come in later. Some sort of uh, scientifical hoo-ha, hoot nanny. Because uh, we know we're going to have Inhumans with Miss Marvel, because Miss Marvel is an Inhuman. And with Agent, and with most of the TV series being wiped out of the, the dimension besides the ones that announced here. <laughs> um, you know, I think this will have a good announcing it we'll have you this is going to open the universe up and i just hope john watts doesn't fuck it <laughs> i hope he doesn't pull down his pants whip out his penis and fuck it yeah okay hope. i <laughs> i i'm i'm interested i because you know the whole deal with rights is you got to be in production of a movie every certain number of years i think with fantastic four it was like every 10 years you have to be in production of a Fantastic Four mm -hmm. movie, or the rights will revert back. So, you know, that's where the 
famous or infamous TV version movie came out where the thing looks like a literal pile of rocks. <laughs> uh, but then that also gave us the first Fantastic Four movie, which I actually really liked. Uh, the one with Chris Evans as the, as the Human Torch. And then it gave us the second one, which was a different story mostly, which I really appreciate when a sequel doesn't tread the exact same tracks, Hangover, Hangover 2, um, which are both Marvel movies. So, you know, I, I feel like in the history of the Fantastic Four, sure, the movies haven't been received that great, but I think they haven't been like the worst. Galactus was a big fart cloud in space, so there is that. But, you know, other than that, Silver Surfer was a cool character, and we got to see him on screen for a while. And then, of course, the most recent, fan stick, which, yeah, it's all right. It's got it's got a lot of good stuff in it. It, it gets it's more hate that than it really, really deserves. Slaps you. Like, yeah, I've definitely seen it, that ending is real bad from uh, from Marvel and DC recently that have matched that level of badness for me. Man of Steel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> others, Thor, Thor, Dark World. I there is more than just this movie. So why is Fan Fantastic getting all the hate? It's definitely not good. <laughs> But it's definitely not, you know, it's not the it's not, bona fide yeah. worst. Exactly. There's some cool stuff in it for sure. And with this returning, you know, there's no time crunch. They wanted to make this movie. Mm -hmm. That's why they're making it. It's not and a right thing. Money. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of the plan, and the plan is to make muns. So, you know, I think Marvel's got this in the in the basket pretty handily. I hope it turns out good. I'm curious what themes and, you know, storylines they're going to choose with this. If it's going to be really handcuffed by the universe at large, mm -hmm. or if it's going to be more of a personal story about these characters who are oh. finally uh, coming home. Will, yeah, will it be Homecoming. an origin? Will it be um, them yeah. coming back from another dimension? Because that would also work. That's yeah. It's exactly what I was thinking. Like they could be in a spaceship and they travel to a different dimension or something, and that's mm -hmm. how they. Get, I mean, that's I believe and they crash the back with their powers. their powers, or if they already have learned their powers and yeah. they come back, like what the fuck's going on here on Earth? <laughs> now that we're exactly. back as a family, why are there together? heroes everywhere? Who the fuck bought my building <laughs> and turned it start? What is this? And then they take over the Baxter building. <laughs> What's that big A stand for, asshole? Fucking <laughs> like Johnny. They can't afford to take over the <laughs> take over the Baxter building. But maybe they will anyways. In this world, all oh. four of them are dead, and also they own the Baxter building. Well, so I mean, that is their building. The That's the, always been the Fantastic Four building, <laughs> the Baxter building. Until Spider-Man got it. But he only got it until the Fantastic oh. Four came back. Uh, Raul Coley actually tweeted that he would love to be Mr. Fantastic. And I think, one, that would be fucking awesome. Because, one, it's not John Krasinski. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, two, <laughs> it's Raul Coley. Hell yeah. Hottest man in Hollywood right now. Uh, and third, it would be, uh, you know, he's got that look. He's got a really good middle of the eight. You know, like, he's not too gray. He's, you know, he's young enough that he can keep going for a minute. And four, it'll make nerds mad because he's not white. <laughs> Get fucked, nerds. You're the worst. Consecutively. Right, I'm on board. <laughs> well, you sold em. me. Ha-cha-cha. That was all I wanted to say. I'm 
I, I don't think their track record is as horrid as most people believe it is. And yeah. now that it's in the hands of the people, mostly the family, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll come out pretty good. And that's all I wanted to say about that. I hope they use Mole Man. <laughs> love, love that guy. From The Incredibles? Uh, no, that's The I Underminer. The Underminer. It was going to be played by the same guy, Arlie Emery. Uh, in the Fantastic, it was originally oh, going to feature Doctor Doom, Mole Man, and Annihilus. And Mole Man was going to be Arlie Emery. Like, he was cast and everything. Oh, Alright, peace, Arlie. Ermy, sorry. Yeah, sorry, not Josh Trank. Ermy. Well, Josh Trank's kind of an <laughs> asshole, but... Studio also yeah, fucked him also over. Yeah, but he also got fucked, which made him yeah. more of an asshole. Yeah, it did not help. We we got a we got a bad mix. Anyway, this is gonna bring us to the end of this holy shit, what a fucking news phenomenon with our final little bit on the <laughs> Marvel Shitomatic Universe, uh, a phrase I love saying. Oh, was Fantastic Four the final bit? Final Fan Fantastic Fantastic Four is the final bit. Oh shit! So now we're gonna head towards the end notes. We totally are, Gregory. My God. Would you like to start us off? What an episode. Notes? I wanted to pump on this very special end notes. A book I just finished. It's called wow, you wrote a book? Happier by Dan Harris. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't started meditating, I would pop you in the chops. You couldn't reach Just that kidding. High. I'm not that violent. <laughs> <laughs> You're also in Spokane. Um, hey, don't dox me. 10% <laughs> Happier is... Okay, Nicholas Roy Morgan the Third. Uh, 10% Happier is a book about a newscaster's journey to discover meditation. It's very good. I think it's written incredibly well. It's very funny. Uh, the only gripe I would have would be that the pace is very slow and deliberate when it starts, and then at a certain point near the last 20 to 30 pages, uh, meditation booms like in the timeline of events so he covers a lot of topics really fast but the ending is uh, well the last like five or so pages are all instructions on how one can get into meditation and after reading the book and learning a little bit about Buddhism and different religious beliefs and whatnot uh, it made me really curious to see if meditation really could help me clear my mind and focus a bit more, and I think it has. I've only done it a couple times, but after each time, I felt 10% happier, as the book uh, denotes. <laughs> and that's only from individual tries, so once I start doing it daily, uh, maybe I'll report again on those findings. But yeah, it's... It's surprisingly nice to just sit for five minutes and focus on your breathing. It really helps uh, declutter your soul, so to speak. And Nicholas, what do you got for our end notes today? I would like to shout out a music video, Sick of Being Honest by the artist Milk Blood. This is an electronic Ew. dance song. Uh, you're sick of being honest. It's a very catchy hook. Uh, the electronics are very good. The, the draw is why I'm interested 
and is the music video itself. The music video features a 3D uh, creature, which is designed by uh, Trevor, aka Slimy Swamp Ghost. He's uh, very wide known <laughs> for his monster designs. Very creepy. He uses real photos and then digitally gets monsters in there. And they're my favorite monsters ever. They're very interesting. Uh, and this one, he's got this full 3D rig, cool. and this monster is dan loves dancing, and is dancing in the music video, but it's also chasing this <laughs> couple, and it's a found footage movie. Uh, so, so it's like they're so they see him. He's in the parking lot, and he's dancing, and a car pulls up behind him, and he looks at the car while still dancing, and the car just backs up, and then they they look back, <laughs> and it's a found footage, and they're looking at each other, and they look back, and then he's just standing there staring, and he's not dancing anymore. And it's actually fucking scary. The monster's dance moves choreographed by Casey Frey, who you may know from Vine, a big Vine star. Uh, he's extremely funny, extremely good dancer. If you look up a picture of Casey Frey, you'll go, oh, that guy. Uh, so it's just a really fun collaboration of looking him up now. one of my favorite uh, artists and then one of my favorite, you know, in social media comedians. I don't know what the term is anymore. You call them viners, you'll get stabbed. Uh, and just a very catchy song. <laughs> it mixed with found footage horror. It's really interesting. It's only three minutes. It gives you some very... Near the end, you get this very overwhelming like dread. But it's like a fun dread because it's all groovy. It's very cool. Highly recommend it. And it's three minutes. Go look it up. You have no excuse not to, bitch. <laughs> uh, this is going <laughs> to... Bring us to the part where we bump our social media. We never get it wrong. Always do it right. Never one mistake here at Morgan Baloney's. Hell yeah. Uh, we would first like to ask, hey, if you have any uh, questions for us, we'd love to answer them questions? on our podcast. As you've heard, you can hit us up at morebowl831 at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at morebowlpod. M-O-R-B-O-L-P-O-D and you can submit your questions there as well. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Personally, Super. you can find me on Instagram at nicholas.roy.morgan.iii <laughs> where you'll see my face and my hair and my stuff. My stuff referring to my uh, meme photos, whatever you call them. They're not really memes. It's literally just animals. But hey, uh, you can also find me on Twitter at drpls. I submit all my worst musical and movie takes on there, and I get into arguments every day, but I'm mostly funny about it. Come check me out. Greg. And you can find me, Greg, at Grecobo, G-R-E-C-O-B-O, on most things, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. I also have an Instagram page called Mix Match Media. Mix Match Media. On there, I post funny little bits every, well, twice weekly i should say i'm changing up when i post pretty soon so there's that but uh yeah maybe you'll think my bits are funny too who knows i laugh when i watch them or i cry we never know what i do know is when you live in an anime world you play by the anime rules thanks for coming guys thank you so much for listening everybody we really appreciate uh your viewership your listenership every, every kind of ship this little yacht, canoe, boat, whatever. It all matters the most to us. <laughs> Have a good day. Have a good night and drive safe.